0: Hey, everybody, this is Raul Gonzalez and I'm Oscar Ibieta. Thanks for joining us today yeah, to get we got to announce the name together. We are Medicare Agent IQ and uh, really what our goal is, is to to bring Medicare sales knowledge to agents out there who are struggling or even for agents that aren't struggling. I mean, I think it's really good to always kind of keep your tool sharpened, right? And just all the time, right?
1: Yeah. Constantly reading books, right? Yeah. And this should be doing the same thing. If you're in this business, you should constantly be finding ways to, get better at it and finding ways to improve.
0: Yeah. I think there's so many, so many people kind of just sit back or they get to a place where they're comfortable and they say, Hey, look, I am, I'm good where I'm at. Don't worry. I don't need any more, but, but every day people around you are getting better. And so you want to make sure to kind of keep up with that and, and put yourself in a position to win. That's what we're here for. Right. So stay motivated people. There's a, there's, there's a, there's a lot out there. Let's, let's get excited and, and stay motivated. So today uh, our podcast is, our goal is to talk about building a strong referral network. And so imagine that you are a new agent, brand new to this business. You're like, okay, well, where am I going to go for sales? Obviously there's one way, right? You can, you can purchase leads and but that can get expensive especially mail order leads right they can they can be yeah. pretty costly and of course if you're with a good a good FMO you've you've got some support and paying for some of those leads right like we do a fast start program where we'll match dollar for dollar for new agents those types of things and in realistically it's still very expensive to to do that, even if you've got you know matching support, and so that's not always, in my opinion, the best way to 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 do things. One is to get out there and create some referral sources. I want to I want to make some friends in the business, and so obviously that's that's probably going to be the way to key to success is by getting people who just kind of think of you in situations where where they run into somebody with a need. So, so first of all, what we would do is identify some targets, right? So who are the types of professionals that may refer clients to your business? And so it'd be obviously doctors is one of them, right? Or we're saying, okay, well, let's, let's, let's find doctors, but another one would be lawyers. What kind of lawyer would that be?
1: Disability lawyer.
0: Right. And, and so kind of thinking from the Medicare perspective, people go two years, on disability before they actually get Medicare. So what if you created some relationships with lawyers who are willing to send your information, really when they're, when once they get approved, and a lot of times they get backdated, right? So people will, okay, you're gonna get your social security disability and we're gonna backdate it a year. So really there's only a one year waiting. What if they gave your card out when they did that? So- uh, That's a big one, yeah.
1: I think, because we've, we, whenever we're looking at ways to get some, some leads, you can, Im- you can buy leads, you can buy lists of leads and whatnot, but there's really no way to target the, the under 65 population, but they're out there and there are people who have Medicare that are under the age of 65. How do you find them? And there really is, I feel like we've had these conversations before, right? I don't know that there's like a proven formula to actually target these individuals.
0: Am I right on that?
1: Or yeah. are you are giving it, me this I look?
0: Mean, like, no, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, uh, that's, that's my look of a <laughs> agreement. So how do you
1: find these people? Well, you go out and you find these disability lawyers because believe it or not, many people are having to hire a disability lawyer to get approved for disability. Right. I've known, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been out in the field and I've met with people who are try, who have tried to apply for disability on their own through social security and it gets denied. So they end up actually having to hire a lawyer to help them go through this process. So you can build that relationship you can you can really cash in on that right and finding that demographic am i dating
0: myself if i say open up the yellow pages <laughs> <I guess laughs> yeah <I'm right>. uh <laughs>
1: I guess to today's modern version would just be Googling disability lawyers, right? right yeah.
0: <laughs> Gosh, I, I, it, it's, it's, it's finally uh, it becoming a reality that, that <laughs> we've we moved past uh, that generation. So, so yeah, so, so disability lawyers, I think would be a huge one. I think social workers is another one yeah. we've, we've got to look at, we'll, we'll talk more about that nonprofit organizations or some of the organizations I think that are, that are best to to look at and kind of create some relationships with and of course dentists I always always bring that up Mm -hmm. go create a relationship with the dentist if you haven't already so best way to do that would be to make a list of specific people and organizations that you're going to target and kind of do some research to find their contact information in, in. So what, what we would do when, when we do that research is, is of, again, we're Googling them, but we're trying to find out a little bit more. And so I, I, another thing I would do is, is, is within that is maybe go to places like uh, like networking groups right? I think that there are the chambers of commerce throughout every city where they have people who are out there who do this. So always, you know, in, in our company, I always talk about meeting people where they're at. And so like, where do you go and find seniors where they're at, right? Senior centers, right. you go and find them at senior living communities and in and, and places like that, meet them right where they're at. Well, the same thing is true with with, with, if you're looking to network with people where they're at, is they come to the chamber of commerce, they go to mixers because they're looking to do the same thing. People understand that when they're trying to build a business that they need to network. And so it'd be a great place to go. But if you, if you're not going to do that, then, then get out there, pull out the yellow pages and I'm doing that with air quotes, do that with yellow, the yellow pages or you know, Google some different businesses and say, you know, like these are, these are some, some, these are some lawyers that I need to go and take a look at. So definitely a, a good idea to start there, and, and, and then you'll go on. So let's talk about building those relationships. So depending on the people, it doesn't start with, it doesn't just start with going in and saying, "Hey, can you start sending me people?" Right? right. Tell us about what, <laughs> what what's the approach there. Let's let's do it with nonprofits. What's the approach? you'd want to go in and just let them know again you're not
1: asking you don't you never want to go in and ask for a referral immediately just like you said you want to go in and see how how you can help them you want to introduce yourself and let them know what it is that you do and the services that you provide to people out in the community and then see if there's a way that you guys can possibly partner maybe ask if they have any upcoming events and again if you're really savvy you want to you want to already check their calendar visit their website see what they've got going on and if you do see that they've got something going on. Maybe they've got an Easter event or a Mother's Day event coming up. See if there's an opportunity for you to come in and maybe just be a resource in whatever event that they have going on. But you want to let them know, hey, this is the value that I bring to the community, and I'd love to help you in serving the people that you serve and not not once are you asking them hey what is it that you can do for me is there any what do you do with your seniors can you refer anybody who has medicare over to me
0: yeah and i like i like what you said there let's think about nonprofits in particular their goal is their goal is really to help people right so the perspective that we want when we're talking to them is is maybe talk about the the value that you add right so not every agent that you meet will help people qualify for Medicaid. And a lot of people are, are, they just say, Hey, look, that's not, that's not, that's not my wheelhouse. That's not, Mm -hmm. that's not what I do. But if that's something that you do, that's, that's something that especially if you're talking to someone at a nonprofit that they're going to, they're going to like that right. They're going to say, Oh gosh, you know, he, he's saying that he will actually help my seniors, people that, that need this help. He's going to help them apply for Medicaid. So it's just something that, that you do, then you definitely want to talk about that to them. Other things that you do, you know, Hey, look, in, in the perspective is, look, I want you to know what I do for, for people and just to see if maybe there's an opportunity there where you think I might be able to help people that, you know, and, and I, shop with several companies. I don't just work with one company that, that really tries to to steer someone into one plan or anything. I, I help people with multiple carriers and, and work with a lot of different doctors and try to get to know them. So I can make recommendations to people and really put them in a better position than they were in. And in, when you talk, I think that it's important to, to stress that, uh, uh, give them a little bit of your character, right? I like, if I, if I talk to someone and they're in a better situation with what they have, I'm going to recommend that they stay with that. And think when you can do that and, 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 one, I think, again, being authentic about that, right? Like, I in really backing that up, right? If you run into somebody in that is in a better situation, that you say, "Hey, you know what? I think you're in the right plan for you. Let's just move on and and just do me a favor. If you run into anyone else, give them my phone number. Just kind of, just kind of do that. but let the let the nonprofits in particular let them know about that. But really, anybody, I think a lot of people. Are reluctant to give referrals because they're worried, especially when they think about salespeople, right? That oh, okay, well, I I don't want to give my clients information to a salesperson because I don't want them to be hounding them. Don't be that person. Be a kind of salesperson that you would refer to, right? Right. And uh, so, so I would do that, and, and kind of it's the same same approach with social workers because again, their goal is helping people and. Really, if you have the right perspective in this business, it really should be to help people also, mm-hmm. but but it's important that you share that with the people that you're talking to. Lawyers, uh, I, the, the way that I would create that relationship with the lawyer and, and kind of build that relationship would be the same thing, is just like, look, here, here's what happens, is that oftentimes, and this is how I would explain it to the lawyer, oftentimes what we find is that people will get approved and may not even realize that they get this card may not even realize that there's so many extra things that they could be taking advantage of. And so it's our goal is really to just help and inform them that, hey, look, there's all these different plans that you could be looking at. And look, I just happen to represent 10 of the 12 different options here in town. And I would love to talk to them about that and love to just kind of be a point of contact. Would would that be something that we could do? And so that obviously is gonna be a good one. For doctors, it's a little bit different, right? How do you, if, if you were gonna go in and, and talk to a doctor, what would be your strategy there in, in kind of creating a relationship with a doctor, someone you, you, you know who's in network on an HMO, someone you've, you're just meeting?
1: Yeah, I'd say well, and and some of the things that I'm that I'm about to say may also apply to a lawyer too. You you want to go into that doctor's office and you want to ask them, hey, I noticed that you guys uh, accept the United Healthcare HMO plan, for example. Um, are you guys are you guys accepting new patients at this time? For the most part, the majority of any doctor's office that you walk into, they're accepting new patients. Very every now and then, you are going to run into those who who may have a closed panel, but you want to go in there and ask if they're accepting new patients. Usually the answer is yes. And then you'd want to follow up by saying, great. So I I work in this area quite a bit. I do have some clients that from time to time are looking for a new doctor. So I'm a a Medicare insurance broker, and I represent several different insurance companies. I see that you are in the network with, with a handful of them. So if I'm ever meeting with any people that are around here, I'd love to be able to recommend them here. I just, every now and then I actually like to visit the doctor's office and see what it looks like so I can make a real recommendation when I'm sitting with my clients.
0: Yeah. And then, and so, so you're, what you're doing is you're letting them know, Hey, look, this is how I'm going to, I'm going to be able to help you. I'm going to be able to, to do this. Where does that transition come? When you say, when you say, Hey, can you send people to me? Where, 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 where do you go, and where do you find that the right transition? Yeah, is? I'd
1: say I, one of my jobs is to educate people about the different options that they have. And so, if you ever have any people in here, maybe you may have somebody walk in who might be a new patient, or maybe they walk in with an insurance card that you guys do not accept. What do you guys do with those individuals? If you if you'd like, you can actually have them reach out to me. If someone walks in with a particular carrier, let's just use Wellcare, for example, and you guys don't take wellcare. Um, but they wanna come in and see the doctor, you could give them my information and I can get them, I can see if we can get them back onto a plan that you guys do accept. Or if maybe people are complaining about copays. pays if they come in and they're talking about how, how high their copays pays may be, or, or maybe they're talking about certain medication that the doctor prescribed them that is just unaffordable, there may be other plans that could cover them at a lower cost. So those are those are situations where I would be able to help, where you don't have to have them just call that 800 number on the back of their card, or really just leave them out there to figure it out on their own, I would actually be able to help them. And so that brings value to you guys as well, because you're able to give your patients a resource and send them over to me as a resource that way. If they need some help, I'm, I'm here and you can rely on me for that.
0: Yeah. I, I love that. One of the, one of the other things that I would say in a situation like that, or one of the things I would throw out there is, is I would say, Hey, look, you know how you see a lot of these big groups, and here in San Antonio, there's there's a few really large groups that are advertising. But you probably see it in most major metro areas. Is is there's You're large talking about medical groups? Medical right? groups, right. yeah. Thank you. Thanks for clarifying that. So a lot of these medical groups are out advertising, and they are advertising a lot, and they're doing it to a population that's turning sixty-five. So the approach that I'll say to a doctor who's independent and say, hey, you know how such and such medical group is advertising all the time to people who are turning 65? Wouldn't you hate to lose a patient to a person like that? One of the things that I can do for you is if an individual were, if you were to give them my phone number, I would go ahead and make sure to put them on a plan that you accept. And, and you know, that if you send them over to me, that I'm not going to be recommending another large group, I'm going to be recommending you and, and and really kind of solidifying our partnership. And so I think that's a, that, that's a really good approach as well, because so many people, uh, a lot of these, a lot of these independent doctors are losing patients to these large groups. And so we're, we're really there trying to help you with that and make sure that that doesn't happen. So, uh, that's a that's another thing. Really educating people about your services again. Going back to hey, these are the things I do for seniors that, that maybe aren't the, what the average agent does. And so helping with helping yeah. apply for Medicaid, talking to them about extra help, really talking to them about the benefits of some of the plans. So what I would do is is maybe if they're enrolled into a plan that that's not as rich as another one that they accept, I might bring that up and say, Hey, look, one of the things that, that my job is to do is to evaluate the plans. Take for instance, this plan, you know, that only gives you a thousand a person, a thousand dollars in dental or and and just kind of position it in a, in a way that helps them understand that I'm going to, I'm going to, when you send someone over to me who has, you know, this benefit, I'm going to really try to help get them the most that they can get in, What we do is we evaluate, you know, specialists and things like that. So that's a good thing to do with the primary care doctors. I would even do with some specialists as well. I would, I would talk to them about, um, I would, I would go in, in kind of approach in a very similar way, specialists, and it's a little bit harder to do, but one of the things that I would talk to them about is in the same way, losing their patients to a large group that only refers within. And so if you are working in an HMO market where you are dealing with uh, these large physician groups, very often what they will do is they have a lot of primary care doctors and a limited number of specialists. So you could go and and talk to them and say, Hey, look, you know how such and such group has this large group And, and they only refer to, you know, 10 cardiologists, you know, my goal would be is if you have someone who's turning 65 that if you if you send them to me we're going to recommend a plan that works that you that, that that they could go continue to see you with and so i would position it that way right so that way those specialists understand like hey this is a way for me to not lose my patients they they work very hard to build up these these uh their their patients and uh you you hate to see them when they're turning 65 okay now i'm going to lose it because they're going to do the cardiology in-house and so this is a way for me to go and kind of talk to these these uh these other providers these other doctors and let them know this is the way
1: i think there's another another piece to that and i feel like this is where a lot of agents really kind of miss miss the boat when it comes to this and it's very obvious but a lot of people just don't for for whatever reason they don't do it right it's the it's the following up and of with these relationships right you initiate that relationship you build that relationship but now you have to maintain that relationship and so many times what we run into is we we see agents they go out and they put this whole plan together and they go and introduce themselves and and it feels like it all went well and then it just kind of fades out and nothing really comes from it well
0: why does it fade out oscar
1: did you you ever go back to visit (laughs) them have you been by well i haven't or, you know, it's, it's a really long time before they go and visit them. So you, you got to remember, they've got a business to run. They're busy doing whatever it is that they're doing. So they may forget about you. They may not, but they're, they're not. And, and they're maybe not doing it with the wrong intentions, right? It's just they're busy. They're getting caught up in their day to day. So it's our job as an agent to go back, right? If you feel like you had a good conversation with that particular doctor's office, and maybe it's not a bad idea to put it on your follow-up, category or or put it on your calendar to go and visit them two weeks later and say, Hey, it's me again. Just wanted to drop in and and say hello. And maybe between that time period, make it your goal to try and send a piece, piece of business their way. So if you are meeting with some clients, Try and send them to that. Try and refer them to that doctor's office, and then you can pop in two weeks later and say, "Hey, I actually just met with a client last week, and they're going to be starting up here as a new patient with you guys." Uh, just wanted to let you know that they'll be coming here. So again, it's a, it's a, it's following back up and letting them know that you're still there. Don't let them forget about you. Yeah, right? That's
0: I would say that dropping in every two weeks, once in a rela- relationship has been established would be, it would make a lot of sense. So if you can go and say, Hey, look, I'm going to, I'm going to come by here every two weeks. And one, my old manager, when I used to work at Humana, she had a great idea. She would, she would fill up a a candy dish and smaller candy dish uh, that would have a lot of, a lot of like butterscotch or things like that. And they would put it in there for the staff and they would say, okay, just do me a favor as soon as you get to the bottom of this, she would tape her business card to the bottom of it. As soon as you get to the bottom of this, will you do me a favor and give me a call back? I'd love to bring some more candy back out and just kind of, and this is a way to stay in front of them. So a lot of times, People don't understand that that the 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 doctor in that office isn't always the one that's going to be referring. It's creating a relationship with that staff, right? When you say, "Hey, look, you know, you're the person." They're the person that sees and does more of the talking about insurances to the to the client. So it's it's getting in good with that staff and and just kind of creating a relationship. A lot of times, you'll see the doctor once a year, Mm -hmm. but you'll see that staff. Hopefully, if you're going every two weeks, twenty six times, right? So just I I would I would say stay in front of because the the next no, that we have here is make it easy to be a person that, that would be referred to. So another thing besides that is, you know, by staying in front of them and, and, and for them to know who you are and always, always being there and making sure they have flyers. And, and, and I would say, make sure you have good flyers. And that's a, that's a, that's a big thing. You want to make sure that you, you're going in and you're looking professional, but get those flyers into the into their office, make sure they have your phone number. What the biggest thing though, and it's a frustration of mine is when insurance agents forget to call people back, <laughs> right? Or they, 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 they struggle to return phone calls within 24 hours. I always, you know, especially if it was gonna be, if it was gonna be a doctor who, so, so there's two things. One, if it's the doctor's office that is calling you and, and they're reaching out to you, That's not a 24 hour return call. That's a, as soon as I'm done with whatever I'm doing, I need to make that phone call. when it comes to the people that they're referring to you, they need to be put up there kind of second tier, right? So that doctor's office would be first tier or the, or, you know, not just a doctor, but, but that, that lawyer's office would be first tier. But if they finally refer you someone, you need to do everything you can to make sure that you're returning that call as soon as possible. And we see that a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Make it a high
1: priority. Think about what, what if it, what if the roles were switched? right? What if you have let's just say a uh, home and auto, right? Let's say you want to build a relationship with someone who does home home and auto insurance. And if one of your clients approaches you and says, Hey, Oscar, do you do auto insurance? I do not. But I have this individual that does. And so if you refer them over to that individual who does home and auto insurance, and they don't call your client back, Or, you know, maybe your client calls you and says, hey, I tried calling them, but I haven't, I haven't heard anything back from them. Um, Are you going to be inclined to want to refer, continue to refer business to them? I know I'm not. Right? Would yeah. you? No. And so, you want to make sure that you that if they do send that piece of business to you, that you're answering the phone call. If you're not available in that moment, that you make it your top priority to call that individual back, so that you can actually follow through with that referral that comes to you, so that they can continue to refer business to you.
0: Yeah, I know. I there was a uh, there was an a, an attorney that I used to try to. I was trying to help that. It was it was a, it kind of a a friend of or the. I don't want to give too much information away in case they ever listen to the podcast. But it was <laughs> it was someone that, that, that I was just trying to, uh, you know, I have a pretty big network of people and, 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 and clients. Uh, and so I was trying to help them grow their practice. And I heard through the grapevine from a couple of clients or a couple of people, including agents that I referred to that they weren't, they didn't call them back. And it was like, two days before they called them back or uh, one was that the service wasn't exactly spectacular. And to me, it's it, it, like, I, I'm putting my reputation on yeah. the line to help somebody else. So we have to kind of think of it from that other you know, from that other perspective, be a person that you would want to refer to. Right. So that way, I mean, should we talk about, should we talk about the, uh, the, the, Car, uh, <laughs> the car Go stuff, and you tell sent the me story, through, Go but, ahead. So, Oscar, I mean, gosh, this was like six years ago, and I still bring it up pretty regularly. So, uh, it, it's something that sticks with me. But he referred me over to. He referred me over to an individual who was, uh, who who sold cars and the guy was, you know, when I went over there, just like the overall, his, his, his whole demeanor was kind of like that of a salesperson, like the, that kind of that traditional salesperson, stereotypical car salesman. Yeah. Yeah. Used car salesman. (laughs) And, and so it was, it was one of those things where, it was not a good experience. I was I was not satisfied and I brought it up so many times to Oscar. It got to a point like you do you did you ever refer anybody else yeah, to that? So
1: from from that time on <laughs> yeah. I've never referred any business to that individual yeah. because of that. So again, be a person that you would want uh that you would want to ref- that you would want to refer business to, right? Did right. I say that right? I feel like that, mess, like I messed that up. Yes, no, you, you <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> like
0: so, but yeah, you have to because what 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 happens is. Your whole reputation at that point it became this thing where I would jokingly and it was it was it was all in jest, but there's probably all, always a little bit of truth, right? And right. When, when you're when you're making those kinds of jokes, like, oh, just be careful with uh, who Oscar sends you to. And I know you <laughs> I, I remember like specifically times where I would say it in front of people, and you'd like roll your eyes, right? You're yeah. like, oh man, I like it was one bad one bad referral, and you've sent me all these good referrals, but I still continue to bring yeah. Yeah. To, to to bring it up. So so you've got to do that. Just be, be that person and and so deliver your best. So we talk about, when I talk about salespeople, I don't want it to have a negative connotation, right? I want it to be a positive thing. I don't want it to, uh, I just used it right now as like a negative, right? Oh yeah, he's like kind of that, 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 I said traditional, but I meant stereotypical salesperson. I don't want that to be the stereotype for sales. We're all in sales here. We could do it where, we're really just trying to provide a service to people and just doing the best that we can to, to deliver excellence to people who are looking for insurance, people who, especially to seniors, right? So so be that person, be that person on the other end who's going to yeah. answer their calls, Who's going to deliver great service and, and who's going to be there for them and, and, and truly someone that you would want if you had to send your mom or your grandma to right when i first started in this business my grandparents were all still alive and and i always did the best i could to treat people the way that it was the way that i would my own grandparents and kind of put them in in that kind of uh, put them in that kind of light like you are in my mind a person like my grandparent that i would want the best for and if you can do that that's a person that I would want to refer to. Yeah. So absolutely. any other thoughts on uh, on this subject? You no, know, one last thing, if you
1: if you create that relationship, if you've got that relationship going, um, send some thank you notes, or small gifts, right? You've got these days, I feel like it's so easy to send cookies. Yeah, right? you've got Tiff's treats, you've got crumble cookie. Don't hesitate to send that.
0: They're inexpensive. Are those just national gestures? I guess Tiff's treats probably is right. I think, so. I think Crumble yeah. Cookie
1: is national too.
0: Listen, if it's not, you you guys may want to <laughs> open up a franchise <laughs> <laughs> for cookies. Side note, but no, you're absolutely right. Like especially if someone says you multiple, I think for one piece of business, like worth uh, it. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you you've got to just kind of it goes in does goes a long way. to to say thank you. And people will think about that the next time. Obviously, you're not gonna do that every time, especially people don't wanna eat cookies every time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to do it every time. It could just be a thank you card. It it doesn't have to be cookies, but if they do send you, maybe that initial time, that first time they send you a piece of business, you send them cookies, believe me, they're gonna remember you. I I know I would.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it it, it goes a long way, honestly, even without the cookies, just a thank you card, a handwritten thank you card you know, someone, you know, it's, it's kind of, again, I'm talking about the yellow pages. I'm also talking about a handwritten note that says, Hey, thank you so much. Just wanted to let you know that I took care of this client. If there's ever anything else I can do, I'd be happy to. And, uh, obviously if there's anyone that I run across, I'll be happy to send them back to you. And, uh, I think that that would be a a great way to kind of end that. So, uh, Again, if there's a topic that you want us to discuss, if there's a struggle that you are going through right now where you're like, oh man, what do I, what do I do? Uh, shoot us an email. It's a, it's rgonzalez at tmsbrokerage.com and it's Gonzalez with a Z and uh, we're happy to help you. We're happy to add this and we'll have some discussions about it. So thank you guys so much.